This is Jim Fitzgerald, Different Breed Podcast, Episode 3. I've been struggling. I can't even lie. Last week, the reason why this episode is a week late is because I tried recording probably 15 times last Thursday. 15 to 20 times. I probably wasted about an hour worth of footage on my camera trying to get an episode out. And man, I just didn't have it. And like that's kind of – that's where I come from when I say that this isn't – this is new to me. It's not my thing and I'm just trying to learn and trying to get get it figured out. <clears throat> it's just something I'm trying to get better at and uh, hopefully we get better down the line. I mean I don't know what else to say. If I don't have it, I don't have it. It's as real as it comes. Um, for those – For those that aren't invested in the podcast, listening to, you know, a 30-minute podcast or, you know, 15 to 30-minute podcast, right? What I'm doing on my YouTube channel, Different Breed Training, I'm breaking the podcast down into, you know, short clips, two to five-minute clips on, you know, just the different topics we speak about during the podcast. So, for example, last podcast, we were talking about the two hottest topics in baseball. Launch angle and bat speed. Everyone wants to know how to gain bat speed. Everybody, you know, wants to know, hates, or loves the data having to do with launch angle. So two really big topics. I kind of broke them down into short clips, and they're right on my YouTube channel. Go give them a look um, and, and check it out. On my Instagram, I said this last episode, on my Instagram, I'm putting up a questionnaire, okay? This is where I'm getting the topics for this podcast. Whatever it is that maybe you want more clarity on, maybe you want just to you want it to be discussed. Whatever it may be, get your voice heard. Go drop a thought in the question. It doesn't have to be a question. Drop an idea, drop a thought, drop a topic, whatever it is that, you know, you're interested in hearing or hearing my view on or even, you know, other people's views on. Drop it in the questionnaire. And like I said, those are the topics I'm gonna use for the podcast. Still looking for a guy. Um, I have some. I'm not. I'm not dropping any news, but I've I've been speaking to a handful of different guys, um, and I have one really big guy, like one monster guy in the hitting world, who is uh, he's going to listen to this and he's gonna he's gonna. Uh, hopefully, he's excited. I know I'm excited, but uh, I'm not going to drop his name yet. We haven't figured it out, but monster name in the hitting world, and you know extremely busy his full-time job is uh you know he he made it out he made it to the other side of this right he made it to the other side he's a full-time hitting instructor which is uh it's incredible you know and and it's something that all of us aspiring hitting coaches and you know whatever it is that you're trying to do in baseball whatever you could do to make baseball your full-time job that's what you want to do this guy has made it and uh we've spoken and may be able to get him on once a month and that's huge you know that that's that's uh going to be a lot of information and and really what it comes down to uh, I'm making my job so much more difficult if I were to go I can go and bring in players I can go and bring in people to interview and sit here with me and we can talk and I can go through an interview format but like it's not what it's about and it's prob it, it may hurt me in the long run. I hope it doesn't. I'm hoping that, you know, my my view of this thing really plays out. 
Um, but man, I'd make my life so much easier if I just were to sit down and, and interview guys. I'd be able to get so much more content and stuff. But it, this isn't about boosting the ego of a college baseball player. I'm not, I'm, this is here to build brands, right? This is here to bring value to whoever wants to listen, talk hitting, and just genuinely do something that, you know, I, I love talking about hitting. So any way that I could put that into a con- content format and just push it and get it out and get into the hands, into the eyes and the ears of whoever's willing to listen, whoever's been following me from the rip, th- that's what this is all about. So I'm not here to interview guys. I'm not here to promote your college playing career or your professional playing career. I'm here to, you know, one, boost my own brand and bring value to whoever is that's willing to listen. So if I could bring in guys that are willing to, you know, grow their own value and grow their brand while we're doing the same thing with, with different breed, then then we found a, you know, a pretty good mix there. So let's see what happens in the next coming and, you know, the upcoming weeks and we'll, uh, we'll try to figure something out. Um, going back, like I said, questionnaire on Instagram, drop your topics in there. That's where I get my, that, that's where all the content for this podcast is coming from. With that being said, the reason you do that is because you, you stumble across some incredible questions. So like I got a question that someone dropped in the questionnaire and it's really great. The positives and negatives of a data-driven approach and how I implement data with my own players. Great question. So I've kind of had this saying since I've, uh, you know, since I started hitting and, and just trying to become, becoming more aware of what was going on when I first started this whole thing. And it's, it's, it's evident. It is, it couldn't be more clear that, you know, mechanics without data and you're kind of cheating your player, you're kind of cheating your hitters or your, or your players of their maximum potential. Data can be very, very good. It can be good and it can enhance the play of your athletes, right? On the flip side, data without mechanics and you're doomed. You're beat. You can't... It, we've gone since the beginning of time without data, right? Data has only really become relevant the past maybe five years to the common viewer, you know? Some people would argue, you know, I know, I know my guy John Peabody would probably argue that. He said he's been around it for probably eight years, eight to ten years maybe. But he's super engulfed in the industry, you know what I'm saying? Like guys like me, like I was introduced to it more so my senior year of college, you know, which was back in 2018. So I would say that that's kind of when like the real wave hit, you know, for, for us college guys and, you know, going down the high school level and stuff like that and, and – you know, stat cast on MLB network and, you know, the games like that's really kind of, I feel like when they started showing that stuff, I, I could be wrong, but, um, that that's when I feel like I was engulfed to it. So the positives and negatives, I want to start with the negatives. Okay. Because want to end on a positive note, it, it can be a very positive thing, but it could be detrimental. It really can be. It's, uh, it, it can be dangerous. Look at game six of the world series, right? If I'm not mistaken, comment below, Call me out if I'm wrong, but I I thought that the Rays, Rays general manager took out, um, the Rays, uh, Rays manager, sorry. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the Rays manager pulled 
Darace, Blake Snell, in the, uh, I don't even remember what inning it was, fifth inning, sixth inning, fifth inning? I don't know, something like that, but they pulled him. If I'm not mistaken, what, he gave up one hit, and they had a one nothing lead? And to my knowledge, they pulled him due to, you know, the analytics and the data behind the success of whether or not they were going to win that game based off of, you know, where they were at. And to me, like, that's a prime example of, you know, you got to have some feel. <laughs> you got to have some feel. Your, your boy's dealing. And you pull him, and you guys get eliminated. Like, this is your guy who, I don't want to say has got you there, but, you know, he is a, a contributing factor, like, 100%. This guy, was he, he had an incredible season, and he was dealing. You know, when you go against, you go against the, you know, the feel of the game and kind of let the numbers take over that and you were eliminated from the World Series. Like, that's a, that's a real, that's a problem. Like, that would be a, a prime example of data being, you know, overvalued. In my opinion, you know, I could be wrong, but, you know, in my opinion, I believe that that would be a, a prime example. Um... Look at, <clears throat> going back to my saying, right, mechanics without data and you're cheating the hitter out of their maximum potential. Data without mechanics and you're doomed. Look at driveline. Not to, not to speak down upon driveline. They've done amazing things for their pitchers and, and they have, you know, they have several arms in Major League Baseball and they have, you know, I'm sure hundreds of arms in, in Minor League Baseball. Tons of college players, you know, this is they, they've taken the baseball industry by storm. Have you ever seen one of their hitters? They don't know hitting. They don't know hitting. It's, it, and all they're about is increasing bat speed, increasing exit velocity, you know, and, and they're all about the numbers. And that's good, but you need the mechanics behind that. You can't just throw a sensor on someone and think that that's going to make you better. You can't just throw a K-vest on somebody and say, oh, well, you know, your spine access is at this and it needs to be here. Like that, it, it just, it comes down to, you know, you got to study. You have to figure, like, just watch what the best players in the world do. Watch what the best hitters in the world do and use that as your reference. Use those as, like, I, I hate it when th- this, the big thing now is, like, don't swing like Mike Trout. He's a freak. Don't swing like don't swing like uh, Nolan Arenado. He's he's a different he's a rare breed. I don't even want to say different breed. It's kind of corny, right? He's don't don't swing like so and so. Don't swing like Bonds. Why are you trying to copy Barry Bonds? Because you know he was uh, on steroids and he's the best hitter of all time. Don't copy that guy. Why wouldn't you copy that guy? That goes to the same exact coaches that say, don't watch Major League Baseball. Watch college baseball. The college players are trying to make it to the league. The Major League Baseball players don't, you know, they lost the drive. They're already there. That's mind-boggling to me. Why wouldn't you want to watch the best guys? Why wouldn't you want to do what the best guys are doing? The, The worst Major League Baseball team will destroy the best college baseball team 10 times out of 10. They're the best players on the planet. Let's watch, let's study, let's figure out what these guys are doing. You can't just, you know, like I said, you can't just throw, uh, uh, put them on a hit tracks 
and say, hey, your launch angle is this. Like you, the, the numbers without knowledge behind them, they, they're meaningless. They're nothing. They mean nothing. You have to, you have to, you have to study. You have to kind of, you got to work hard at this. You know, like I, I've said it before. I, I'll say it again. You're dealing with careers, right? You're dealing with like, imagine this here. Here's another thing with driveline, right? Like I said, they've put out a great, uh, incredible product with their pitchers. Do you know what happens if you don't follow that pitching program to a T? Dude, you will blow your arm out. I've, I hurt my arm personally. I was, uh, I felt as though going into my, you know, my junior, senior year of college, my, my arm was probably my, you know, biggest, my biggest downfall as a player. So me and my buddy, John Calabrese, he played, uh, he played at Concordia College or Concordia University. I don't even know what they are. D2 in uh, New York. He got the driveline. He hit me up. We went, we did the driveline however many times. We were unsupervised. We were completely unsupervised. We were doing it by ourselves. We were college kids. We just want to throw harder. We want to get the, the, the velo up. Like, we were just trying to <laughs> get into it, right? We did the on-ramp, right? We, we did the on-ramp to the best of our ability. But, man, without proper supervision and without the proper stretching techniques and all this stuff that goes into it, bro, you can seriously hurt yourself. So... It comes down to if what ha- what would happen if these guys just started blowing their arms out, right? What if the driveline thing wasn't as as premeditated and as studied and researched as what those guys made it to be? They'd be blowing arms out all over the place. They, people would be destroying their careers. They these guys have like taken I, I can't even imagine how many hours and how much time and effort. To put into the research and, you know, just the the background checking of all of these different things, how the body works, you know, how the, how the body moves and how to be more efficient. And they've created this program that enhances your throwing velocity while keeping your arm safe and strengthening your arm. It Why don't it, – it doesn't make sense not to do the same thing for hitting, you know. Why are we just going to use numbers instead of proper mechanics and, and – everything else that goes in between, right? You could hit the ball. I've seen, I've seen kids. I've seen the, the biggest of, of monstrosities that can hit the ball, you know, 110 miles an hour off the team. Maybe not. It's probably over-exaggerating. But, you know, they, they have crazy bat speed, crazy power, and they can't hit in the game. The ball sitting on the tee, listen, the tee is a great tool, but the ball sitting on the tee is a lot easier than hitting it in a game. And I think, you know, it's kind of elementary to say that, but it's, it's, it needs to be addressed. The mechanics are the most important thing. We've gone without data our entire lives. Learn the data, figure it out, figure out how to implement these numbers while enhancing proper mechanics and and you'll be money, you know? So right there, like that kind of leads into the positives of, of what data has done for us. You know, I said this last episode, data's completely optimized their training. You know, you can get into a cage and you can walk out 45 to 46 feet to the top of a 10-foot cage and know that, you know, tie a ribbon. Like I said, this is what I did in college. Tie a ribbon to the top of the cage and aim to hit a specific point in the cage that's going to give you the most optimal results in the game. You know, like that's important. 
we're not getting into the cage anymore and we're not just free swinging. You know, every swing can have a purpose. Every swing has a goal and, and that's important. And that's what data's done. You know, like these guys were not doing this, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So this is like brand new and you're going to see some like true ballers coming up because the, the guys that implement this stuff and the guys that take this serious and, and really work on enhancing their game, you can just use these numbers. You know, you could just use this information. You can, you can log on to Baseball Savant and say, hey, listen, you know, the, what's, the, what's the most optimal launch angle for uh, an exit velo of 85 miles an hour, let's say, right? Let's say you go and you, have, you, you, you borrow a pocket radar from your buddy. And you say, hey, clock me off the T, clock me off a of BP. You say, okay, well, I'm swinging 85 to 90 miles an hour. Why don't you just look up on Baseball Savant what the highest batting averages are, launch angle-wise, for those exit velocities, and then you go walk out in the cage, do the measurements, and, and make it happen. Or if you have access to a hit tracks, now you're just trying to aim for those, those angles. Like I said, we didn't have this 10, 15 years ago. This is, the, this is a breakthrough. It's huge. And, and we can't just let this go by the wayside. You know, I'm not a big... I'm sure I've said it before. I, I actually, I'm probably positive I said it before. I was a little, probably naive and a little corny back in the day, but I, I'm, I'm not all about the whole adapt or die movement, but we got to kind of come to the understanding that, you know, chopping down the baseball is bad, right? Like we got to address the obvious. We got to address the inevitable. And, you know, if you just put a little bit of research, a little bit of studying into what the best hitters in the world are doing, you can you can find a lot of this stuff. If you just put the research in, put the studying in, go on baseball savant, look up the numbers. What are the what are optimal exit velocities, bat speeds, launch angles? Like you can find this stuff. It's not difficult. So that's a positive. What else do I have? So for example, shifts Shifts, that's all data. It's all, it's all recent events and reoccurring events that you, you use to your benefit. Jack Winters, uh, the head coach for the soon-to-be different breed baseball team, college baseball team this summer, playing in the MCBL. Uh, with that being said, we're still looking for a catcher. We need, we need one more guy behind the plate and uh, always could use some arms. Regardless of position, regardless of uh, division in college, you got to be a college baseball player. But regardless of position or division or grade, hit us up, message me on Instagram, reach out to Jack Winners, and uh, if you're interested in playing, send us some video, figure it out. We've taken a local college league, and we are nearly maxed out on roster spots by Christmas. That's unheard of. It's unheard of. That happens in the Cape. That happens in the Northwoods League. It happens in the Hamptons. AC, even the ACCBL, whatever it is, ACBL. Doesn't happen in like your local college baseball league. This is an incredibly ran team. We won the championship back in 2019. And, you know, leeweighing off of that, leapfrogging off of that, however you want to say it, a major factor, and I'm sure he's going to listen to this and I'm sure he's going to attest to this, one of the biggest factors in us winning that championship was Jack kept charts of every single hitter. 
if there's six to eight teams in the league, you're playing each team two, three times. We have stats and we have data on every single hitter and all their tendencies, what they're doing, what their counts are, where they're hitting the ball. We're shifting to these, these you know, tendencies and we're winning baseball games. We're making plays that we wouldn't have made had we not shifted. So it, it's a huge – you can use this to your advantage. It's like it's, it's incredible. And what it comes down to is like I don't want to say don't be lazy, but put yourself and put your team in the, in the best position to win the game. And if you can use numbers, if you can use tendencies, if you can – you know, whatever it is that you can use to your advantage without cheating or altering you know, the, the game of play – Use that to your advantage and, and put yourself and your team in the best position to win. That's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, the most important thing that data's done for baseball, it's done it for children, high school, college, minor league, pro. It has done it across baseball, universally. It's really brought fun back to the game. no doubt. Kids love the numbers. I go to a lesson. They want to know where the blast motion is. They want to know where blast, where 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 the sensor is. They want they want to know the bat speed. They want to know they're interested in this stuff. And even if even if it's just to like boost their ego and like they're having fun with like the bat speed, bro, that's important. You know, you're keeping kids intrigued in the game. You know, in a sport. I don't want to say the sport's dying, but like. Now, obviously, Major League Baseball isn't doing a great job of marketing the, the greatest athlete on the planet, Mike, Mike Trout. You know what I'm saying? Like, the numbers and the data and the sensors and the K-Vest and the you know, Diamond Connects, whatever it may be, it's brought fun back to these kids. And it's bringing interest into the pros, right? These, the guys, the best players on the planet, they're interested in knowing, you know, how to – keep a job in professional baseball, you know, and, and that's what these numbers can do for you in, in the right hands. So it's really important. Don't, you can't be reckless, understand, learn, figure it out, research, whatever it is that, you know, if you want to be a coach, be as serious about learning the game as you are about winning the game. That's what it comes down to, you know, be as serious about it. Take the series. Like I, 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 I think I said in the last episode, some of these kids, this is all they got. You know, some of these kids at the college level, they're going, whether you want to believe it or not, whether their teachers want to believe it or not, whether their parents want to believe it or not, they're going to school to play ball. I'm not afraid to say that. I was one of them. (laughs) I, I went to school strictly to play baseball. It was my job. It was my life. If you, if you're serious about progressing your program and you want to win baseball games, well, then you have to take your players' career seriously. It's all about winning the games. I understand that. No one will agree with that more than myself. But for some of these kids leaving their senior year of high school, that may be the last high school game they ever play. I, I, I would be curious to the stat. You know, they, they showed that uh, – they had that chart. It was like – what is it? I don't know. of high school players go on to play college and then like 10% or 5% go on to play professional and then like 1% go on to the 
go on to uh, Major League Baseball or whatever it is. I don't know. It's some some crazy number. But regardless, <clears throat> you never know when your day is coming, right? You never know when your player or your teammate or, you know, whoever it may be. You never know when that's going to – when they're – it's going to be their last day. So it's something to take serious. And if numbers and data and these analytics can help help you continue to play this game past 13 years old, then take that serious and, and make it happen. That's really what it comes down to. Um, <clears throat> go follow on Instagram, Different Breed Training. Go check out the YouTube clips. Um, like I said, breaking it down. To short clips, throwing it on YouTube. That way you guys don't have to watch a, or listen to a 30-minute podcast. Uh, I'm trying to make it as accessible as you possibly can. Uh, new, very excited about this, new different breed uh, baseball gear. We've got the, uh, the short sleeve hoodie. Not the training hoodie. This is more of a thick hoodie. Um, I'm a big fan of it. We got arm sleeves. Huge. I, I, I really believe that these things are going to be huge. Great material. I was skeptical about them at first because arm sleeves kind of one of those things like used for, uh, for show purposes. I understand I was one of the guys, but uh, this is, it, it looks good. It feels great. Great material. Um, really excited about those. Um, you know, we got the, the different breed shirts. We got sweatshirts, pocket tees. I might as well just turn into a clothing brand at this point. I've gotten to a point I can't be more happy. Couldn't be more happy right now. I've gotten to a point where I can wear my own brand. I could wear different breed training every every day of the week. Every day of the week. Every day of the month. I could wear it every day. That's an amazing thing. So I'm going to keep you guys posted on co-hosts and bring guys in for, uh, for shows and, and trying to, you know, just bring awareness and spread knowledge. Working on that. Um... Yeah, going to work on breaking down this video. Go get it up on YouTube and uh, appreciate you guys listening. Coming back Thursday, going to throw the questionnaire up. Get your topics in, get your questions in, whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be a question. Get a topic, get anything in that you want to hear spoken about, whatever it is. I'm going off of you. That's all she wrote. Thank you. <laughs>